The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. If you are just joining us here on the Hard Shoulder, we're coming to you live from the bridge in Balls Bridge. Uh, we are looking ahead with great excitement and anticipation and a bit of nervousness as well, I think, uh, to the game against the Springboks uh, tomorrow. A game that I know lots of people will hope will at least be entertaining and will be free-flowing without too many stoppages to go up to the TMO, for example. And our technology correspondent, Jess Kelly, has been looking into the impact of not just the TMO, but technology on sport in general. But sticking with rugby for the moment, uh, Jess, um, we kind of had a bizarre moment with the TMO the other night. Yeah, this was fascinating. I was at home watching uh, Italy versus Uruguay and the match was going on. We were about 55 minutes in and we had a really bizarre moment where the referee spoke to the TMO and said, only come in if there is something to say. And Dave McIntyre, who was doing the commentary on Virgin Media 2, was kind of taken aback because that was very much... I think Dave McIntyre said, you know, that's the referee very much trying to put manners on the TMO because he has been very, very, very vocal 55 minutes into a match. Uh, the TMO, though, was right to commit in that case. Tom Foley, wasn't he? Yeah, and this is... Like, <laughs> there was a mistake. But, 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 I think this is where there's a bit of conflict. And I also think there's a frustration sometimes that it does interrupt the flow of play. So for those who don't know, the, the two instances where the TMO can come in are if there's a dispute or a concern or a question mark over a try or if there's foul play involved and it is the job of the TMO to flag these issues to have these questions and the conversation with the referee but the goal is to be as quick as possible I was looking at some stats because you know the way I love a stat yes in 2015 there was a match that had 28% of the added time was as a result of TMO interactions which is a considerable amount of time like people don't want rugby matches going on much more beyond the 80 minutes like it can get a bit arduous particularly when you know if there is something exciting happening and you have to stop and start the entire time because the TMO wants to take a look at something and you have to play seven different angles it can be a bit much beyond then telling the TMO to go away and leave you alone I mean is there a technological solution something that is more seamless well so the technology that the TMO is using is Hawkeye which you'd be quite familiar with in the likes of you know we saw quite a lot in Wimbledon you see it all the time in GAA Um, obviously in soccer or football uh, there's the VAR I don't know that there is a better solution. I do wonder if it comes down to better alignment between the TMO and the on-field referees. Like, ultimately, a TMO can have their opinion, but ultimately the referee who's on the pitch is the person who makes the call. Now, when I was at Wimbledon earlier this year looking at how they're using uh, the Hawkeye technology, they're now using artificial intelligence. So that can speed up those calls and it means you're not having to replay as many angles as many times, put it up on the big screen for the referee to see. So that could possibly speed it up. But I do think for some of the tough calls, particularly when there is, like we've seen so many examples, even in Ireland, Irish games alone over the Rugby World Cup, where you can't actually see the ball if it's over the line. No yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a, uh, an unfair comparison, isn't it? Like with tennis, it's just whether the ball has touched the line. And you can see the ball at all and times. In Croke Park, it's just whether the ball is in between the posts or not. I mean, yeah. it's, it's very binary. Whereas in rugby, I mean, there's uh, sometimes even with the TMO, there's a kind of a question of interpretation. Is there downward pressure? Sure. you know, did he try and wrap his arms? Did did he start shoulder high? Did he adjust body position? I mean, th- the technology can't answer those questions. No, and if you're watching, like if you're watching any of the games, uh, I was on with you a few weeks ago talking about how you know the Irish rugby coaching team are using technology in their training and all the rest. And if you've watched any of the matches and you see the shots of Andy Farrell sitting in the box, the man to his left is Vinny 
who is the head of analytics and he's the guy who's on the laptop looking to see how much players are moving uh, you know what what uh, I suppose distance they've covered all the rest so there is so much technology on the pitch but when it comes to those controversial try calls or indeed foul analysis it can be quite tricky because it does come down to interpretation and that's why it's so important that you have very skilled very experienced TMOs up in the box we know that Joy Neville the Irish woman who's the first woman to uh, get this gig at a World Cup uh, is there she's done quite a few of the games now but when I spoke to her before she was talking about not only having the knowledge of the game but also having the confidence to make that call yeah. and if you open X during any match you will see people having a good L moan about the TMO because they disagree so it's not an easy position but it does absolutely interrupt the flow of play one would suspect though that AI will make these decisions almost real time at some point in the future yeah and I think that's what's really interesting is that but uh, it goes back to the point you just made but what's interesting is they're using that in tennis right they're using AI because not only can the ball uh, can the technology track where the ball went it can also track where it was predicted to go and that does happen and we're seeing a bit of that in you know the likes of Croke Park and so on but with rugby when the ball is out of sight do we want AI to just be making up scenarios and trust that it's grand? I do think that will be more controversial. I would love to know what people think because I know some people absolutely hate things like VAR and they hate Hawkeye and they hate the TMO and they hate all those different bits and pieces. I, I do think it's more... I think it has benefited the game in general in rugby over the last little while, but I do think we need to try and put a limit on the number of interactions throughout a match. Well, beyond the technology, Andy and Lucan says, Jesus, Ireland are talking like England and football when we get to the final. You have to beat us first, Scotland. So says Andy Scott, who has obviously uh, found himself uh, in uh, terra incognita uh, during the World Cup. Uh, Andy, I hope you enjoy uh, looking at your uh, opposition next week, tomorrow. Ireland taking on the Springboks in Paris. That is why we're broadcasting live from the Bridge Bar here in Balls Bridge. Thank you to our technology correspondent, Jess Kelly. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.